This is the For the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond. Before we get into our first installment of the For the Culture weekly wrap-up show, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, AppleRadio.com, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all your favorite podcasting platforms. Hit the like button, leave a comment, and turn on the notification bell so you get a notification every time we drop a podcast. Guys, what we're basically going to do on this weekly wrap-up show is just talk about all the little fun things, some of the rumors that you guys might hear on Twitter, some of the jokes we tell, and we're just going to have some fun once a week on the weekend throughout the course of the off-season just to wrap up all the stuff that we want to talk about, that we tweet about, but aren't individually podcast-worthy, so we're going to throw it all together and do a weekly wrap-up show every weekend right here on the For the Culture podcast. So our first topic is the rumor this week that Andrew Luck was coming out of retirement. It was on the Herdline News. It was on SportsCenter. Everybody was talking about, is Andrew Luck coming out of retirement? And it started with a couple of fake texts on Twitter. And that's the world we live in. If you tweet something out and it gets enough traction, it could blow up into a viral sensation. It can make it to Fox Sports. It can make it to ESPN. And people don't care if there's legs. People don't care if it's true. They just want to talk about it. They just want the clickbait. And that's where we're currently at, really as a society. At this point in time, with social media, with Instagram, with Twitter, with Facebook, if you put something out there and enough people believe it or retweet it or like it or put it on their story, it could blow up into something it's not. And this was a nothing burger from the jump. It's so insanely fake. Like, I could understand the idea of Andrew Luck at 31, still living in Indianapolis, coming out of retirement and playing football. I don't think that's the most far-fetched theory out there. He's still young enough. He's insanely talented. The Colts need a quarterback. They would take him back in a heartbeat. So all of it adds up in that regard. But the texts we're going to read to you are so insanely fake. They're not even close to being realistic. Like, if you read this and believed it, you're an absolute idiot. And I'm not saying anybody who thought that Andrew, like I, there was a time I thought luck would come out of retirement throughout the course of the 2019 season. I really thought that he just needed to hit the reset button, have his baby and then come out of retirement. I truly did believe after he retired suddenly in 2019 and throughout the course of the season that luck would come back after signing Philip Rivers to a one-year contract last year. I still thought there was a chance maybe next year he would come back now it's done. It's over. And I understand Andrew Luck is a super polarizing guy. He's a great quarterback. He doesn't have social media. He doesn't have a smartphone. So he's an interesting guy. He's a guy that's easy to start a rumor about because he's never going to be the one to shut it down. But it was shut down multiple times this week by Jim Mersey and Chris Ballard. But let's get into the rumors. Let's get into the text messages that went viral this week between Nicole P., who is Andrew Luck's wife, P being the first initial of her maiden name, and this guy on Twitter's wife. So his wife happens to be friends with Nicole P, who's Andrew Luck's wife. And Nicole P texts this guy's wife, and then, of course, he screenshots it and tweets it, which seems like an invasion of privacy, but we'll just read the texts because we know they're fake. First text, girl, you won't believe this. Wide-eyed emojis, the shocked emoji. You Girl, you won't believe it. Shocked. Lucy just spoke a full sentence, almost. Ha, 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 ha. Baby emoji. Now, Lucy is 15 months old. She was born in November of 2019, the first year Andrew Luck retired. And the average age of a toddler speaking, and this is according to Wikipedia, 
between the age of 18 and 24 months, your toddler will begin using simple two-word sentences. So she said almost a sentence. I would assume that a Stanford graduate, as Nicole P. is and Andrew Luck is, they would hold their toddler to a higher standard of two words. So if she says almost a complete sentence, I don't think that means one word. I think she heard Lucy say multiple words, which means she spoke by definition a simple two word plus sentence. She's 15 months old. The average age is between 18 and 24 months. And three months for a baby is a really long period of time. And 18 months is already on the shorter end of 18 months to two years old when children, toddlers normally begin speaking in sentences. So is it out of the realm of possibility that Lucy spoke a sentence at 15 months old? Well, being a member of the Andrew Luck Book Club, reading a lot of books at a young age, having two parents that graduated from Stanford, there's a good chance that Lucy is extremely well-developed and ahead of the curve for her age bracket. And maybe she's already speaking at 15 months old. So we'll give Nicole P a break and we'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say, you know what? Lucy is speaking full sentences. So now this guy's wife replies, no way, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Nicole, eep, it was the cutest thing ever. Andrew didn't know what to do. Laughing emoji. So Andrew, who's now obviously a stay-at-home father, parenting Lucy, he was shocked. He didn't know what to do when Lucy spoke her first sentence. So Thursday, this is still Nicole P. So Thursday, do you want to run to Saks, I assume Saks Fifth Avenue, with me and Lainey? Andrew Luck is having a meeting with Jim around noonish. Absolutely, Jim who? Jimmy with the Colts. Not Jim Irsay, just Jimmy with the Colts. You know, our good buddy Jimmy. Jimmy with the Colts. Not Jim Irsay, not Jim the Colts owner, Jimmy with the Colts. She actually referred to Jim Irsay as Jimmy with the Colts. And this friend didn't even know who Jim was in the beginning because Jim's actually a professional. Oh, he's meeting with Jim. As we should all know that Andrew Locke, who played for the Colts, and the Colts owner's name is Jim. You should have been able to put two and two together. She's not able to do that. WTF? He misses football, huh? We told him he would. So now this woman, who didn't know who Jim Irsay was, actually told Andrew Luck, they had a conversation, she told Luck years ago in 2019 that he would miss football. Hey, we told him so. We told him don't suddenly retire during the preseason. He should have listened to me as your best friend, who's just texting me this out of the blue. Misses is an understatement. If he does play again, this is the first step. We all hate when he's gone for a day or two at a time, but it'll be so much happier. We all know he misses it more than anything. So Nicole P making it clear. Andrew Luck misses football. Andrew Luck P's friend whose husband tweeted these text messages, breaking all rules of privacy, all the unwritten rules of privacy, told Andrew Luck that he would miss football. Nicole now confirms that he'd miss football. Thus, leading to these text messages that made it all the way to ESPN and Fox Sports nationally. I don't know how anybody could read these texts and actually believe, you know what? I think that this is actually Andrew Luck's wife actually texting a friend 
actually referring to Jim Irsay as Jimmy with the Colts. Now, we have audio from Jimmy with the Colts speaking with CBS4 in Indianapolis. And here's what Jim Irsay, also known as Jimmy with the Colts, had to say on Andrew Luck coming out of retirement. Colts fans, I, I think, need to kind of really digest this fact that he's more retired now than he was a year and a half ago. I, I mean, he is retired. And I'm not going to lie, it hurts for me to hear it. I want these rumors to be true. I want Andrew Luck to come out of retirement. I want to read text messages that I believe. I want a FaceTime screen-recorded video with Nicole P. and this guy's wife talking about Andrew Luck coming out of retirement. I want to believe it. I want to believe it this year. I want to believe it next year. I want to believe it the year after that. I want Andrew Luck to come back. I don't like my last memory. Forget about the fact that he's not here with this roster, with this offensive line, with this coaching staff, with these weapons, with this defense. Forget about that. Forget about the fact that we lost a generational talent at the most important position on the field at such a young age, retiring at 29. Forget about all those factors. I just don't like that he retired getting booed by the home crowd week three of the preseason when it leaked that he was retiring. He didn't even get to do it on his own terms. And that stings. Like, I really wanted Andrew Luck to go out, even if he went out early, even if he went out in his 20s, even if he went out without ever winning a Super Bowl or an MVP. I would have liked for him to go out, even if it was that week during the preseason, for him to go out the way he wanted to go out, not to get booed by the Indianapolis Colt fans, not to get booed walking off Lucas Oil's field for the final time. That's a shitty way to go out. I wanted Andrew Luck to go out on his terms. And that was not the case, unfortunately, because what happened happened. It leaked. It got on the TV broadcast during the game. And what happened happened. It sucks. But I would love for Andrew Luck to come back. It's just nobody in their right mind could have read these texts and actually believed that this was Andrew Luck's wife texting this woman. And that's just society today. That's the society we live in. And also, we should be happy for Andrew Luck. He has... A little girl, he has a wife, he has a family, he enjoys the simple things. And he was such a great football player, and it sucks that he doesn't have that Tom Brady mindset where six championships isn't enough, I need seven. If they win tomorrow, seven's not enough, I need eight. I mean, that's just the way Tom Brady's wired. He's a lunatic. And that's one of his best qualities, being obsessed with the game. And to be a great you need to be obsessed with the game. And Andrew Luck had every physical attribute. He was an incredible, incredible player. But he does enjoy things outside of football. And Ursay just said it. He's more retired now than he was a year and a half ago. That was a tough decision he made. He cried at that press conference. He did not want to go out like that. That was a tough way to retire for Luck. And it was a tough time. And he had so much fun. He said that 2018 was the most fun he's ever had on the football field. And he never puts another helmet on again. He never ties his cleats again. He never gets back out on the gridiron again after 2018. And that was the most fun he's ever had. So it was a very difficult decision for Luck at that point in his life. And since making that decision, he has come to the realization that it was the right decision. And here we are a year and a half later. He's not having regrets. He's not having doubts. Missing it is not an understatement like in these fake text messages. He really you know, he might miss it, but he really does feel like he's made the right decision. And when you've missed two full seasons and you're going to go on three missed seasons, you're not coming back. I hate to say it because I would love to see him come back and play football again. And it sucks 
Everything about this situation for us as fans sucks. But one thing that doesn't suck, one thing that we need to be less selfish about is this is a human being who's enjoying his life outside of football. He's enjoying it, whether he's going skiing or reading a book to his child, whether it's the most basic thing in the world or not. He's enjoying his day-to-day life. He enjoyed football. He had fun on the football field. But you know what wasn't fun? That other guys might find fun, like Brady might find it fun, but Andrew Luck did not find it fun. Rehab, that work in the offseason, being in pain all the time, that stuff to Andrew Luck was no longer fun. And you can't blame him for that. Despite how much money you might make, or the fame and the fortune and the advertisements and all the great things that come with being a professional athlete, that pain hurts. And it hurt Andrew Luck to a point where at 29, he said, you know what? I made a lot of money. I had a lot of fun. I made some great relationships, but I'm going to now move on to that next chapter. And he moves on. He becomes a father. And now he's still living in Indianapolis. He's made it his home. He's married. He has a family and God bless Andrew Luck for that. Now, Some other things happened this week, including our next generational talent, Darius Leonard, calling out Triple H, who's a big-time wrestler, one of the great WWE champions. I don't know a lot about wrestling, but I know Triple H, and I know I don't want my first-team All-Pro weak side linebacker to get in a ring and wrestle him, but here's Darius Leonard calling out Triple H on The Bump, which is a WWE talk show. Hey, Triple H, it's Maniac. You know, I want to meet you in the ring. And I want to take your belt, and I don't think you want any smoke with the maniac, man. Just meet me down there. If you want to talk a lot of trash, I'm going to show you a little something, something. Man, you want guys to have fun. You want them to do their thing. You want them to express themselves. And obviously, Leonard grew up a big WWE fan, a fan of Triple H. And I was calling him out. He's calling him out. He wants to fight him, which scares the living crap out of me. And if I'm... Chris Ballard, I am getting that six-year, $100 million contract done ASAP and putting a clause in there. There will be no wrestling. You know how they say Patrick Mahomes can't play? Like, he can't do anything. Patrick Mahomes can't play, pick up basketball. He can't jump on a trampoline. He can't have any fun outside of football. If I'm the Colts, Darius Leonard, sign this dotted line right now, and you will not be allowed to wrestle anybody in the WWE. And I don't care that the WWE is fake because – The moves are still real. Like, you still have guys jumping off the top rope. You still have guys hitting each other with stuff. And it's so funny to me because Chris Ballard said a couple weeks ago in his season-ending press conference that the trainers have done a great job. We worked with the medical staff. We minimized a lot of the soft tissue injuries we've had over the last couple years in Indianapolis. Now, all of a sudden, you have Darius Leonard jumping off the top rope and you have Triple H chasing after him with a metal folding chair. That's not what I want. Darius Leonard is one of our top players. He's one of the top players in the National Football League. Please, God, Keep this man protected. He also hasn't played 16 games yet. He's had a concussion. He's had an ankle injury. He's had a couple injuries over his first three seasons. I want to see Darius Leonard play 16 games next year, and I want him to have fun in the offseason, but play a WWE video game. Play a simulated game. Do some of the little acting things on the side where you take the briefcase full of money, but don't actually get in the ring with Triple H. And the crazy thing to me is Colts, the Colts, social media team is promoting it. They want it to happen. They at Triple H on Twitter. They're trying to set this fight up like they're promoters. Like they want these two guys to wrestle. And thankfully, 
this was the response from Triple H after hearing Darius Leonard's video calling him out. This was his response. I got Darius Leonard calling me out, saying he wants to come down here and step in the ring with the game. And I ain't got time for that. <laughs> what I do have time for, though, I do have time for a guy that goes three years all pro coming into the NFL that, that in his rookie year leads the league in tackles. I do have time for a guy that is so devastating on the field that they call him the maniac. They call him at once and it sticks. Athletically, that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. That's the kind of stuff that if he was to come to the PC, if he was to come to the Capitol Wrestling Center, was to come on a Wednesday night to NXT, that's somebody that I might consider not stepping in the ring against, but stepping in the ring as a partner with. Imagine that tag team, the game, and the maniac. All right, so I feel a little bit better after hearing this, but it still sounds to me like Leonard's going to get in the ring with somebody. I don't want him to fight John Cena. I don't want him to fight The Rock. I don't want him to fight any of these guys. And I've never gotten into wrestling. It's just never been my thing. But I respect them as athletes. And I know, even though it's fake and even though it's scripted, I know you could still get hurt. And I just don't want Darius Leonard to get in the ring with any of these guys. So if anything, just do a little side show where... You do a little bit of that acting stuff. You could take part in the script, but you don't actually wrestle anybody. And I know Pat McAfee did, and McAfee was actually really good, but at least Pat waited until after he retired. Once Darius Leonard retires, he could do WWE. He could get into MMA. He could get into boxing. He could do whatever the hell he wants. But as long as he's under contract with the Colts, I really don't want to see him getting into any type of rings or octagons or anything because I want him to stay as healthy as possible as long as he's a member of the Indianapolis Colts. So it's fun. I don't know what's going to happen, but that was what was going on this week. And the Colts even did one of those where it started, where we are now type of things. Why are you doing this? Whoever, whatever intern is running the Colts social media Department, why are you antagonizing this? We do not want Darius Leonard to be wrestling any professional wrestlers. I don't care if he's on Triple H's team or if he's going up against them. I want to keep Darius Leonard on the football field and off the wrestling ring. That would be my ideal plan for Darius Leonard moving forward. You could play in that softball charity game. That seems safe with Robert Mathis and Amp Paris and all those guys when they run that charity softball that's fine i don't know about wrestling i don't care if it's fake it looks too dangerous for me to put my 100 million dollar weak side linebacker in the ring with any professional wrestler we also have some colts news this week the colts will hire scotty montgomery as the running back coach he's coming from maryland the maryland terps so he will be our running backs coach. We broke that this week on Twitter. Nobody's confirmed it yet. Nobody else has reported it. We're the first ones. We reported it about four days ago. We're saying it now on the podcast. Scotty Montgomery will be the Colts running back coach this year. So you guys could put a pin in that until somebody bigger than us comes out and confirms it. But I could guarantee you guys he will be the Colts running back coach per sources. Multiple sources tell for the culture and we could confirm that information. 
And my Super Bowl prediction, I think that the Chiefs are going to take care of business. It's insane that Tom Brady is playing in his 10th Super Bowl, playing to win potentially his 7th Super Bowl. That's insane to me. And it's a credit to Tom Brady and his greatness and everything he's accomplished in his career. But you're going up against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill and the Honey Badger and this defense and Andy Reid. And God bless that five-year-old child, by the way, who Andy Reid's son hit yesterday in a drunk driving accident. A terrible story, and I could not feel worse for everybody involved. And Andy Reid's son seriously needs help, or he should be put in prison, because I don't understand why anybody would get behind the wheel after drinking alcohol or doing drugs. Like, you could do drugs, you could do alcohol, you could drink alcohol, you could do whatever the hell you want. You could put whatever toxic crap you want to put in your body. Be my guest. But call a friend. Call a taxi, call an Uber. There's too many options, and there's never been more options than we have right now at this point in history than to get behind a wheel of a car under the influence. So he should be banned from the National Football League. He should never be allowed to coach again because he is the linebacker coach on the Kansas City Chiefs staff, on his father's coaching staff in Kansas City. Tragically hits a parked car on the side of the road. There was a two-year-old and a five-year-old in that car, and the five-year-old the last I heard is in critical condition. So God bless that family and those children because that is one scary story, one scary situation. But as far as the game goes, I am going to pick Kansas City. I think they just have too much firepower offensively. They beat Tampa in the regular season. And Tampa got a little bit lucky throughout the course of the playoffs. If Brady throws three picks on seven passes or just three picks, period, in this game like he did in the NFC Championship game, I guarantee you Patrick Mahomes turns it into more than seven points. Aaron Rodgers only turned it into seven points. That was not enough to beat the Bucs. I think that despite the Bucs having a home game, I think the Kansas City Chiefs do enough offensively to come out on top. So I will pick the Kansas City Chiefs 34-31. to 31. I think it's going to be a close game, a good game. I think the spread is 3.5 right now. So I think that Tampa could cover that number, but I believe the Chiefs will come out victorious and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid will hoist the Vince Lombardi championship trophy for the second consecutive season, winning back-to-back Super Bowl championships. So that's my pick. I'm going Chiefs by three, 34-31. And also tonight we have the Hall of Fame voting Peyton Manning, who's a lock to get in on his first ballot. And hopefully Reggie Wayne joins him on that ballot tonight, the 2021 Hall of Fame ballot. Jason and I are going to do a podcast on Reggie Wayne and Peyton Manning tomorrow, whether they get in or not to the Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning's a lock, and then Reggie Wayne hopefully also makes it on his second ballot tonight with the Hall of Fame voting. So we'll be back tomorrow with that right here on the For the Culture Podcast.